0: Each and every week we gather to bask in its glow. Information, picture, and sound beamed through the night skies. Destination, our living rooms. As the screen sparks to life, the outside world dims, transporting us for 60 minutes into parallel dimensions. This is the modern campfire, where legends are born and sagas unfold. Where some find only entertainment, we find religion. And now, you've found us. And so, we invite you, too, to join us as part of the Cult of the Cathode Ray.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Cult of the Cathode Ray. We are back to talk about Season 2, Episode 4 of The Walking Dead. This episode is entitled, Cherokee Rose. And I am here with my favorite co-host, the lyrical wordsmith that he is. Zachary, how are you?
0: Hello. I am. I'm fantastic. I'm looking forward to talking about this episode because season two is finally picking up and getting exciting.
1: It is. Thank goodness. I was a little nervous that it was going to be slow forever, but thank goodness.
0: Yeah. Got the By the way, Sorry to break in. Did you see your name at the top of this episode? or Did
1: I? Surprise I everyone. Think, I don't know if you did. I don't think I did. Hello. <laughs> I am Renee St. Aubin. How are you?
0: <laughs> how are you, everyone? You're great. They're good. Pause.
1: And how are you, Zach?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm fantastic as well. Thank great. you. <laughs> uh,
1: had, a, had a pause so everybody had a minute to respond. That's fine. Oh, my goodness. So episode stats. This episode aired back in November 6th, 2011, about a week after the original pilot uh, i should say 1 year and 1 week after the original pilot aired uh, and this one had a 6. point about 6.3 million viewers which is up a little bit from the last episode and i believe we are at a steady upward incline of viewers uh do you have any information on that otherwise i'm just speculating
0: i mean i wasn't one of the 6.3 that's all i can say because i didn't that have cable at the time that
1: is a good point i still Middle don't have cable eye. So our plot synopsis from AMC, Shane makes a deadly sacrifice, which leads to unusual behavior and self-distancing. And the rest of the group tries to hang on somewhere between living to die and dying to live. So yeah, way to go AMC with that one. Yeah. So we did just talk about the deadly sacrifice that Shane made in our last episode. Well,
0: is that really kind of a sacrifice, though? <laughs> he wasn't really sacrificing anything. <laughs> I guess...
1: Yeah, I mean it's kind of odd wording. I mean, I suppose Robert Kirkman would say it was a sacrifice, but yeah, I, I agree it was not really much of a sacrifice. I think he forced someone else to do a sacrifice. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like even even when you talk about like human sacrifice, you're you think that uh, I got I don't know. I guess you could see it as a set. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah yeah i totally know and um yeah and i do believe at the end of the last episode we kind of got word that our little coral has pulled through and he's gonna make it thank and god. i have to tell you yeah there was a scene in the middle of this episode where rick and coral are talking and he leans forward and he says coral and i was like oh my god <laughs> it was perfect oh I need to capture that moment because
0: it was just perfect. It's the funny thing. We 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 joke around about that all the time, but he he really does he really he does, does say it does. like that.
1: He does. It's really great. Oh my gosh. So, uh, speaking of Rick and Coral, uh, do we want to get in here and just start talking about the living?
0: Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm I'm living. I'm dying to live and living <laughs> to die or whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> weird how that one works out. Yeah. So, you know, my my only note here about Rick is just that uh, his faith has been shooketh. That's yeah. about it. You know, conversation with Herschel, and he's just like, eh, I'm not into it anymore. Thanks. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So a couple of notes on Rick. Yes. And this is this is going to be, man, I, I feel like I'm always picking on Rick, but uh, I'm definitely going to um... pick on Rick some. So yeah, the conversation with Herschel, it kind of actually annoyed me, though, because He was like talking about what a burden it is to be basically to be Rick Grimes. Cause he has like this, this line where he's like, Oh, these people look to me for answers. And once again, I'm just like, I'm going to, I'm going to, and this is kind of, kind of a, I guess a broad thing, a broad complaint. And I know people are probably tired of hearing about it, but like other than I get it, he's a law enforcement officer, but other than that, like he, why are people looking to him for answers again? We talked about the timeline, like most of these people just met this dude like a week ago and they're like, there are people in this group that I feel like, why aren't they looking at Glenn for answers? Like yeah. <laughs> Glenn seems way more, I don't know. So uh, yeah, I was like, okay, Rick. Yeah, I know you got the the burden and it's tough. And then he like, at the end, I think near the end of the episode where he like puts his uniform away and it's like okay buddy you do that (laughs)
1: like i've resigned from the force like okay very (laughs) symbolic moment here yeah it is very strange because even when you think like okay well shane's a cop too and he was there a little bit longer and and he's a little bit more uh, you know kind of more of an aggressive personality where i you know take i think i could see him definitely taking charge more so it is awfully strange that everyone just kind of segued right to Rick. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: okay. And again, this is a very like broad uh, complaint, and I'm not necessarily like saying the shows like it, it doesn't necessarily affect my my enjoyment of the show. But man, mm-hmm. I'm just like ah uh, yeah, this uh this uh you know generic white guy showed up, and we 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 all knew we were safe because yeah. he's gonna have all the answers.
1: Yes. He's the whitest one yet.
0: Yeah. Let's
1: follow him. He <laughs> sort of looks like now. Jesus. Let's go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> his hair was a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, uh, he right? He
0: definitely has a uh, suffering complex. persecute oh, or Not a persecution complex, but yeah. I don't know. So I thought that was kind of funny. I thought the whole scene was like, okay, yeah, yeah, big guy. Well, it's funny, though, too, because he's like... He's the one who's always like butting in and trying to give people advice. So it's like maybe yeah. if you maybe if you like kept your nose out of people's business, they would not bother you so much. So I don't know.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, because he's like, I wish they wouldn't. But then he stands around and he's like, This is how we're gonna do this. Yeah. Like okay, Rick. <laughs>
0: exactly. Oh. Exactly. And it's like everything we've seen of like, okay, like Glenn has his head on straight. Obviously, he's very resourceful, he's very smart sure, he was, like, a pizza delivery guy before this, but who cares? Because he's obviously, like, done a great job of keeping people alive. Yeah. And then even, like, I mean, I guess, like, I guess if I was in this group, I would kind of, like, I wouldn't be sure about Daryl because he's obviously been kind of, like, a jackass before this, but even mm-hmm. at this point, like, he, he seems to even, I don't know, he seems to be the sort of person who's actually, like, has his shit together almost better than Rick, so I don't know.
1: Yeah. I would definitely... I would definitely, if I was, you know, looking for assistance on something, Daryl, I think is definitely a person that I would go to. I mean, I could see myself going to any one of those, really any one of those people. Daryl or Glenn, Dale. Dale even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe
0: not maybe not andrea so much i don't know yeah
1: probably not i mean i hate to be I oh god I'm, cause I'm sorry everyone i'm gonna be a little sexist but i don't think i would go to any of the women
0: <laughs> yeah well you know maybe maybe carol at some point right now she's she's at some uh point. you know yeah she's, she's if i needed a hug
1: problem. i would go see carol maybe yeah. i'd go see carol to help her <laughs> you know help her out you know certain things i could see you know especially if it's like you know, I don't know. God, I'm sound like such an asshole. Like for girl talk, we wanted to do girl talk. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm gonna hook up with Lori. It's fine. But like, if I want to move some logs around, I'm gonna go ask Daryl. Or you know, like I right. don't know. Yeah, terrible. But I know that these women—they're just—they just um they just haven't their their moment to shine has yet to come.
0: Yeah. So, so you're saying you wouldn't go to Andrea for girl talk? You wouldn't be like, oh, so, uh, I heard, so, uh, I know your, your sister just died and you just tried to, like, blow yourself up in that building, but, uh, anyways, you know. Yeah. Any cute she... boys around here?
1: Right. Hey. She's, she's, um, she's so, uh, Andrea, she's such an ass. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's my, that's my understanding of girl talk, by the way. It's just about cute boys. Yeah. So.
1: That's usually what it is. I apologize. Now I'm being sexist. Fights, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh I actually have a note about Andrea, and I r- hate that I don't know what I was referring to in my note, but I just wrote, you can still have a sense of decency. I have no idea what she did that made me write that. And then I wrote, sorry, I'm an Andrea hater. <laughs> I don't remember uh-huh. what happened that, that annoyed me with her. Well,
0: um, I, I had, I had a, I had a note about Andrea. I don't know if this is the same thing, ooh. but my note, my note on her was uh, Carol tells her to save the thoughts and prayers. Hell yeah. She's worthless. <laughs> cause, cause she's, and this is, this is kind of, we kind of touched on this in the, our last episode, but, and uh, I think I mentioned we we're going to come back to it. So maybe now's the time to kind of touch on this, but like, yeah, like there are a bunch of people that are trying to like console Carol. They're not doing shit. Like, they're yeah. not doing anything. Whereas, like, Daryl's the only one out there actually, like, still looking for Sophia. So I thought that was kind of funny that, yeah. Oh, it was the scene. I think it's the scene where they, they go, they're like, she's left her food uh, on the highway mm. on the car. Yes. And, and Andrea's like, trying to, you know, basically say a bunch of like empty shit. And Carol's kind of like calling her on it, which I actually really liked. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Cause it's she's, I mean, cause it's true. I mean, really, what else is she doing? Not a whole lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, it got, okay. Well, now, now, I'm actually, trying to think. Okay, so why? What is so? Rick, obviously, Rick and Lori are distracted with Carl. Shane was out, you know, going to try to do like a run for the stuff that Carl needed, right? But what is keeping Andrea from out going? Oh no, I guess she did go out last last episode. I take that back. She did go out and with kind of Daryl last episode and look for her.
1: Yeah, I, f- I feel really bad. I need to go back and try to remember what she was doing in this episode
0: yeah um, not a whole lot i think even even then like she wouldn't have gone out if daryl hadn't so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. yeah so andrea still not a fan <laughs> sorry andrea i
1: know i'm sorry andrea yeah we'll get there we'll get we'll there see. with you hopefully yeah
0: <laughs> we'll see we're gonna we're gonna power through we're gonna keep watching this series until we can get to an episode where we're we're actually like we put andrea as our uh, our save at the end of the episode because we love her so much, but not yet.
1: It's funny. Speaking of Carol and a sentiment that you made in the previous episode, I actually have my note here for Carol that she was starting to resign herself and push back. It would push back. Oh, geez. Push past this, which is kind of reminiscent of Lori trying to resign herself to what Carl was dealing with. Yeah. I don't know. I just like to do stuff like that, but yeah, um, I don't, I don't know that they were actually trying to make any sort of parallel. I mean, it sort of is and one that one's losing and one is one is gone and one is staying, hypothetically speaking.
0: I actually read this as Carol wasn't resigned, though, because Mm. because there's the the whole scene that the scene where the, you know, the episode name comes from when Daryl brings her the flower and tells her that story like. That that whole scene, like he comes in and he's and she she's kind of cleaned up the RV and she says something about like, oh, yeah, I want it to be, you know, nice and neat when Sophia comes back. Yeah. So it felt point. like it felt like she was still holding on to, to that hope to me.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. But
0: mm-hmm. at the same time, at the same time, I think there's something to be said for like she has she has this, this scene with Daryl, which I think is like really touching where, you know, he's telling her that story mm-hmm. and obviously but like she doesn't, she doesn't like kind of push back on him because he's the, I mean, he has that flower because he was out there looking for her. He's not just trying to console her. He's not trying to give her like empty condolences, yeah. which I'm a hundred percent on team Carol for that. Cause I hate, hate, hate people who kind of like just say the thing they go through the motions and like say the things, things that seem right. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not what Daryl's doing. Like he's actually out there every day and night, pretty much trying to still look for her.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really, uh, it was one of those moments where it it just felt like the, you know, c- kind of uh, building on the previous where it's just more of that foundation of the relationship and just how close they become. And, you know, it's just the caring that that he's showing to her. It's, it's just very nice and comforting when you, I mean, she's, I don't know she's not like she's done so, but like she, that's it she's she's her whole family is gone, so now it's just her, <laughs> you know, so it's it was nice that you know, to maybe see those two kind of embrace each other a little bit is is it's just sweet, and of course, you know, more of Daryl and you know to to know the those stories and to have like a sense of compassion about those kinds of stories and you know the to remember it and and of course you know like i know that it's the whole acting bit of it but like he relayed the story very you know articulately and very yeah um yeah you know like it was just really sweet i just really enjoyed that quite a bit
0: yeah yeah no i thought that was interesting again like i i mentioned this last episode and i don't maybe i was like reading too much into Daryl stuff but like the the fact that okay yeah he's empathetic he's also kind of smart because he kind of he he knows this story which is you know maybe it's just this kind of like oral you know tradition that's you know been passed down so that could be just something he's heard but it does I will say like it, people don't realize how like just telling like telling stories like like verbally relating stories even though it's just like a short little little vignette that he gives her like that's actually pretty difficult and the way that he does tell it with that kind of that kind of emotion And yeah, I thought it was definitely uh, an interesting kind of side to his character that we haven't seen yet.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I can't tell a story to save my life. I really (laughs) can't even tell jokes to save my life. I'm just like, oh, man, like if I have a joke, like, you know, real like obvious joke with like a punchline and stuff like I'll start laughing like I won't relate yeah. properly I'll mix things up it's like oh shit it really is a talent to be able to tell a good story
0: another speaking of uh kind of looping back to Rick though one scene that was kind of annoying and and kind of really got man Daryl's side was when Daryl's going out to look for her again yes and Rick he says something about like you know you are we're, we're even or something you know you don't owe us anything and it's like, ah. that was for me, that was like really telling, though, because it was like, wait a minute. Now, Rick, Rick, obviously, like he's been doing everything he can to keep his boy alive. But now he's going to like flip it and be like. Oh, you're you know, you're you're not actually like genuinely concerned about this girl, which I actually thought was kind of like, I, I don't know that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, because like when someone when someone says something like that, I almost take it as projection. Yeah. So, like, the fact that Rick couldn't either, uh, but we do know that Rick is, like, is a, you know, supposed to be a kind of a good empathetic character. So I don't think it's that, but it does almost seem like he's, like, looking down on Daryl a little bit, that he doesn't think he's capable of, like, being concerned for another person like that.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree that he was just completely underestimating who he was as a person. And, you know, it's interesting about the projection because, you know, when you look at it, He, Again, sorry, Rick. It didn't seem, all of his care and concern, I mean, obviously, you're going to have care and concern for your own kid, but you would think that there's going to be a slight percentage of you that can still have compassion for someone else. And he did not seem to show, I don't think I heard him reference Sophia at any point, other than when he was telling Carl about Sophia, and his concern was more with how Carl was going to react to it. So, like, I just yeah I just it was weird and it kind of struck me as like like you don't owe us anything almost like you don't have to do this like it's fine like well why wouldn't you want someone to help look for this kid like (laughs) what like if it was Carl you would be like thanks man I don't yeah I was kind of like damn bro you suck
0: yeah he's uh he's I mean yeah especially since like at this point I don't want to say carl is like totally out of the woods but he is you know to the point where it's not he's not on death's door yeah. so that's where you can kind of like start okay well now what's the, like the next thing i should be focusing on which does seem like it would be her and her you know missing but i guess not
1: i guess i can't talk about this until another future episode so but i keep thinking about okay. it, ah. All right. <laughs> well,
0: is it uh, if it's an episode this season i've actually like I haven't watched the season since it originally aired, so I've forgotten pretty much everything that happened. So,
1: it was yeah. just about Sophia.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: okay. and I, it's funny you mention that because I keep forgetting things too. Like you know, when Carl got shot, I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot about yeah. that
0: shot." Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a fun thing of rediscovering the season uh, or this, I guess this or the the early seasons of the series oh. because there's a lot that I do remember, but there's also like a lot like that I've kind of totally forgotten. Like I, I did remember the thing about Shane, you know, shooting Otis, obviously, and. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, I've kind of forgotten some of the some of the uh, minor like character stuff, too. So totally it makes me
1: really excited to like get into future like series beyond The Walking Dead where it's like, oh, man, it's going to be really fun. Just because, you know, just seeing what, you know, you're remembering through this, like, oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah. (laughs) Gosh, so let's see. Is there anyone you would like to segue into?
0: I mean, since I I guess since I mentioned him, we can kind of touch on Shane a little bit. I I think the only note I had about him, or I I guess I had two notes about him, which is, like, obviously they're kind of building this memorial to Otis, and his his wife, I guess, kind of asks him to say say some words since he's the last one who saw him. And he makes up some story about him having this, like, heroic death. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't decide whether, I mean... I, I guess yeah I, I guess you basically have to do that so it doesn't like it doesn't it's not that it makes him better mm-hmm. but I don't know if it makes him worse so I don't know I was kind of debating that and then mm. also like it's it's funny though because I think he's still he's still kind of trying to rationalize killing Otis because there's the scene where he's talking to Andrea because uh, she is you know trying to convince him to kind of teach her to shoot And Mm. I I didn't actually write, God, I wish I had written down the lines, but basically he's talking about how, you know, you know, some I think he said something about, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to do stuff you, uh, you you don't want to do or something, or, or, or there are people relying on you and you have to, you know, do go to extremes to help them or something like that. Mm. But obviously rationalizing and trying to still, uh, kind of, kind of rationalize to himself what he did to you know in his mind help save Carl but you know as it was filmed in that episode obviously now he's just killing Otis so (laughs) in my opinion
1: yeah it I thought it was kind of like in his own mind if he turned Otis into a hero it would like almost absolve his guilt a little bit right yeah like Like, oh, it's it's good now because, you know, I turned him into this person. I don't know. It was it was it was interesting though, and watching him tell that story back again was just like, damn you, John Bernthal. Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's like you're so underrated. Yeah. I didn't think it was really funny though. I (laughs) Because I couldn't stop. Like, he's, like, he's got all these, like, very kind of serious scenes in this episode. <laughs> and then he's dressed in, like, Otis's, like, baggy coveralls. Oh, and my
1: God. It's like,
0: oh, my God. And of like, everything.
1: Uh, they put him in that,
0: like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He looks like he's at, at like, a, a high school production of A Mice and Men. And it's just like, I oh, could shit. not get over it. Oh, shit, and he's yes. like, Lenny, <laughs> I could oh, not my get God. over it.
1: That's amazing. <gasps> it's so true. Yeah,
0: yeah. <sighs> So yeah, that, was, that those, was good. Yeah, those were the only notes I had about Shane.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that was my only note too. Is just that it would maybe just make him feel better in his own in his own way. Yeah. And I thought it was nice um to kind of loop in on the funeral that herschel was, you know, had that proper funeral, and he's just trying to keep some sense of normalcy and yeah, and just you know, uh. I don't know the word I'm trying to think of. But I guess a little humanity or something, right? Yeah, compared well, sounds- to but what they were doing before and and how they were going to burn the bodies and then Glenn got all upset and so yeah, it's very interesting.
0: It, it it does sound like Herschel's like this this group they've actually been pretty insulated too. So Otis like they haven't lost anyone for a while. So this is kind of like a big kind of blow to them.
1: And uh, I don't really remember too much of uh, two other people. Uh, any other people, I should say. I was thinking of Jimmy and Patricia. I'm like, where the hell is Jimmy? <laughs> I haven't well, seen Jimmy in weeks. I don't
0: think does Jimmy? Wait, you're talking about Jimmy, the the other kid, right?
1: Yeah, the I one that's has with. He had uh, any,
0: has he had any lines yet? No, he's think...
1: like he's still in like the cast roster. <laughs> like, where the hell is he? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, him and, Jimmy. him and him uh, and was it Beth? I think. Yeah. She, yeah. Neither of them, <laughs> I think, yeah, actually sh- had a had a line yet. So.
1: No, not at all. Yeah, which is also strange because you would think like because they put them on the credits early, which I don't honestly, I don't know how Hollywood works, but I would think that they wouldn't really maybe necessarily put her in there until she became a person, right? um Yeah, a little
0: odd. Well, I'm assuming that means that they have a more prominent role maybe later in the season because I know it's kind of like you know it's kind of like based on how prominent they are in that season. So.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, Lori, if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, I, oh, I mean, I don't mind.
1: <laughs> so, the last episode, she was like in the room with Carl and Shane walked in and she said, stay. But then he turned around and left. And I didn't, I just kind of went with it. I didn't think too much about it. I thought she was, cause he left and I thought she was like, oh, okay, well, she must have said, like, he's okay and yeah yeah, and so i just kind of moved along and then when they talked and he's like oh you said stay did you mean it and i was like oh shit she really did say to stay Uh, (laughs) yeah that was so kind of well i shouldn't say it was kind of awkward it was quite awkward but just so like his reaction and stuff it was just so interesting of like i don't know like this poor man is just devolving into like i don't even know it's so strange and interesting to watch his character it almost in a way seems like the most realistic response to this kind of situation that people would just
0: just devolve (laughs) quite quickly and yeah which i yeah i i was I was very confused by that whole scene because I had actually totally missed. I'm glad you remembered because I was like, wait, when did she tell him to stay? Yeah, but I'm like
1: weird. It was weird.
0: Why? I was like, why? Why would you tell him to stay now? Because after everything you've been through, it's pretty clear this guy is having a mental breakdown and you already kind of know that he's unstable. I would not be asking him to stick around. Like, no offense to Shane, but he doesn't seem like the sort of guy who wants, like, help to get him through this. Like, he's pretty clearly the sort of person who's just going to, like, go off on the deep end and kind of be a threat to people. So I was like, why would you want him to stay at this point? I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird.
1: Yeah. It was. Yeah, that was just so odd. And I even had a moment where I thought, well, maybe she just meant, like, right now. Right. Come over and see Carl. And then, but then it sort of seemed like it was like, no, I don't want you to leave the camp. And and then, of course, his perception of like, she still wants, there's still a chance. Like, she still uh, wants yeah. me. No, it's no. like, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, that one's, <laughs> it was weird. It was interesting, though, that whole dynamic. Oh, goodness. So, Lori, and it, you know, and also maybe it's it, considering her predicament, it, I wonder a little bit if if she's softening a little because I don't I don't know like does yeah. does she know that like it could be either way I don't know. Mm-hmm. she must I would think
0: yeah I don't know how that's gonna play out that's gonna be interesting should we spoil
1: that she's uh what what ha- what they got for her at the drugstore I mean, I mean, because in the
0: episode yeah so I don't think it we're spoiling.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So she, Lori's pregnant.
0: Although, I, I, okay, I gotta say, it's something else that bothered me about her. Mm. Uh, speaking of spoiling things, why couldn't you just tell Glenn what you needed? Lord Jesus, like, like it he, wasn't. Yeah, it, it <sighs> wasn't like he was gonna be like, uh, like not gonna look at the thing and figure out what it was. Yes. So that, like for the that was obviously written in for like for the sake of the audience. Like, ooh, what is it? It's like you yeah. could have just told him, hey, I need a home pregnancy test instead right. of playing 20 questions with him it's not i don't know
1: yeah and this episode is sponsored by clear blue easy by I the guess way so.
0: the I only guess so.
1: thing that once you see the name you know exactly what it is <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
0: yeah so it was also kind of funny because she was like be discreet but then she like writes it on a piece of paper i was like if you yes. just told him that then you wouldn't have to write it down and then ooh, that'd be even more discreet so yeah, way I'm to go sure lori would have remembered <laughs> uh, yeah exactly Very stupid, and then then she's like, she won't even tell him like exactly where to find it. It's like, God damn it, woman! Like, yeah, this is what we're talking about.
1: Give it to Maggie; she'll take care of it. Jesus, that
0: that was also my thing. It was like, uh, I guess, I guess it's understandable because you don't know her, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. So, really bothered me that she's like, all right,
1: I'm going to go out in the middle of this field to pee like can you not just go to the regular bathroom exactly
0: the yeah maybe it is yeah maybe right it's maybe like very strange that's when when herschel when herschel took rick aside and told him that after carl's better they need to move along it was actually just because they're clogging all the toilets and he's like you have got to go <laughs> we are we, we are don't backed have up. the
1: infrastructure <laughs> yeah. for this
0: we <laughs> not have the infrastructure. We got like twelve <laughs> people pooping in our house now. It's just too much. You gotta go. Oh
1: God. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, so, I love it. Yeah. That's Lori. Very, very, uh, kind of roller coaster. Couple of episodes here for for Lori because the last episode she was like, "Well, maybe it's okay if Carl dies." And this episode, she finds out, you know, she's she's pregnant. So holy shmolies. Yeah. Quite a quite a couple of days for her, I guess.
1: Yeah, it makes me think of that movie, A Quiet Place, because like, what do you even do with a oh, yeah. baby at this point?
0: Yeah. Like, that's I not going to be helpful at all. Yeah. Use it oh, as I'm bait.
1: Put it in a box.
0: Ah! Yeah. <laughs> just, you could lure it down a well. Yeah, I was going to say, instead of wasting <laughs> a perfectly good canned ham.
1: <laughs> Lord <laughs> Jesus. I was like, is that a ham? <laughs>
0: yeah. A perfectly good canned ham
1: oh god and yeah. so i guess it's a good segue to glenn because bless his yeah. soul going down that well uh speaking of
0: oh well so to speak ah. oh yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so i thought my, on that too. <laughs> my, i have a note on glenn though because i hate that scene so much because i was oh. like why, why send glenn down the well he's actually useful send andrea because andrea is the one that's like they say like oh we're gonna have to send someone down then like andrea looks over like, that scene should have been, like, everyone else looking at Andrea and be like, well, you're fucking useless, so why don't you go down and,
1: exactly you know,
0: lasso this thing? Because Glenn's literally the most useful person in our entire group other than Daryl at this point, so.
1: Yeah, and you're borderline <laughs> suicidal anyway, yeah, so. You- <laughs> I mean. <laughs> exactly. If you're gonna do it, at least do it for a useful purpose.
0: Yeah, so <sighs> kind of hated that. 100%. Then again, then again, Andrea probably would have fucked it up. And Glenn, at the end of the day, he did get the job done, even though he was about to, like, die. So, yeah, they, oh, my God,
1: they would have had two walkers in a well if they sent her (laughs) down there. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Andrea. The look on sweet, innocent Glenn's face when Maggie walked up and said, I heard you're fast on your feet and know how to get in and out. In and out. (laughs) 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 It was so funny
0: yeah i love okay yeah so i love that there's also (laughs) because i had that (laughs) line written down but i also had another one when i went back and rewatched it another little innuendo because rick uh they're talking about sending someone to town and rick says uh he talks about glenn he says he's our go to town expert (laughs) (laughs) i was like "Mm, oh well
1: uh, she took
0: that one seriously
1: god yeah yeah
0: (laughs) love it (laughs) love it I I don't think any of these things were actually intended to be in any windows, but like going back and rewatching it and knowing what happened, I was definitely like, yep.
1: And I have to say, though, I was so, I was really annoyed when it's like, well, guess we got to make a pharmacy run. It's Like, they're not restocking at the pharmacy. Like, just take all the shit and go one time, maybe twice. Like, (laughs) that was so strange to me. Like, well, we guess better go make a run, see what's new.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess they were, like, maybe trying to be, like, you know, leave stuff there if there are other people. But at this point, I feel like they would know if there were other people around. So, yeah, just, yeah, just take all the shit and then you don't have to make a pharmacy run.
1: Yeah, or at some point, you know, maybe walkers will come in and it won't be safe anymore. Something. It's like, just yeah.
0: take the stuff.
1: But, yeah, especially people because, you know, those are
0: the worst i don't know maybe it was maybe it was actually like all like maggie's machinations she was like oh uh i forgot to get all of the aspirin last time oh well hey glenn you want to go to the town with me you want to go to town with me i'm just saying yeah it was all a. it was all a distraction and speaking of i mean no no sexier place to uh to get down than a looted drugstore i gotta say
1: yeah i mean wow i don't i don't know how they held their i don't know how they kept their clothes on as long as they did <laughs>
0: <laughs> i just love that that scene is definitely like the like least sexy and it is kind of funny like i do like the way it's written because yeah. she like i think she even says something like yeah i'll have sex with you and glenn's response is just why which is <laughs> <Just> classic glenn <laughs> such a nerd oh so <laughs> a nerd. so
1: like uh, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly
0: but then i was like i was expecting them to like i don't know like go somewhere like i, I don't know they just start undressing somewhere. like they're on the floor like I'm go like,
1: behind the counter or something i'm sure yeah, there's like an exactly. office
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i'm just saying like i've i've been into you know small town southern drugstores like that and uh even before the apocalypse they're not always the cleanest places so yeah. I'm just Lord. saying.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would be very concerned about like broken glass and all sorts of things.
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: yeah.
0: I thought it was kind of funny.
1: Yeah. I will say though, I was a little bit irritated when they were on their way back and she was like, Don't talk about it. She's like, This is never happening again. And I was like, Damn oh, yeah. girl.
0: Well, you know, gotta hit it and Good quit plan. it.
1: Yeah. I mean Poor little guy though. <laughs>
0: I know. Ah! He must be so confused. He's like, yeah. wait, yeah.
1: But, I mean, Let's, realistically, uh, it's like she said, Lady, you have another, a whole lot of other options. We know you'll be back.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, it's true for both of them. Because I was even thinking about that. It's like, I guess it's not that, like, like it does always bother me when, like, two characters get get together in, like, a movie or a TV show, and, like, the next scene, they're boning. But I was like, yeah, I mean, she's basically just stuck there with her family, and they're probably <laughs> like... Glenn seems like a halfway decent guy and, you know, he's not bad looking. So, yeah, why not? You know, I guess right. he's probably in the same spot, too.
1: Yeah, it's true. There's not a whole lot of options for either one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, it's uh, Lori's married. Uh, uh, Carol just lost her uh, her husband and probably her daughter. Uh, Andrew is mm-hmm. fucking crazy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not not a whole lot of options there.
1: Yeah. Pass. Gosh, do we have any other living people that we would we need to talk about?
0: Oh man, I don't think so. The only other, let's see, the only other note I had. Well, I had two other notes, which was we don't get a ton of them, but I appreciate the continued bonding between uh, Dale and T Dog. And, oh you know, yeah, yeah, because T Dog even mentions like you know they they have another like cl- cl- you know uh, clever kind of like uh, moment when you know T Dog's like asking Dale not to tell people what he said, and he's like Dale's like I didn't, I couldn't get a word out of you all day, and then <laughs> I also love. <laughs> Love T Dog's reaction when they pull the walker out of the well and he's just like he it like comes apart and he just like looks at it like like I don't know, he gives it a look like, oh shit. And then he just starts like bashing it, which I thought was pretty funny.
1: Oh yes. I was I will say it bums me out that those two don't have more going on in these last two episodes. But yeah, I'm sure we'll see more from them. But yeah, it's like, you know, there's always those people that you're like I mean, there's only so much time, but you always, there's always people that you're like, but I want, I, where, where, where's Dale? I want more Dale or where's more T-Dog? So yeah, hopefully we'll get
0: more of them soon. The only, well, actually I had two more notes. Uh, the one I had for Herschel was just a question is uh, just, why is he so hesitant to let the group stay? Like, is it because, because obviously he doesn't want them having guns, which I guess, you know, I understand, but I, it seems to me like he's, he seems like a pretty pragmatic guy. And it does seem like he would understand their, like, kind of safety in numbers. Then again, maybe he sees how, like, half the group is just absolutely bonkers. And, you know, he's like, yeah, that, uh, that Shane guy's obviously crazy. And I don't know about this Andrea. So, yeah, you guys got to move along.
1: Yeah, it is true. And, you know, he probably knows that the people are the greatest threat. The That's most true. dangerous game, if
0: you will. Or Well, I was going to say there's <laughs> the real monsters, if you will. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh had last note I had for the living was just for Carl. I wrote, he gets a hat. And uh, Carl so that's did that. get a hat. Yeah. That's all I that have for them. the living.
1: Yeah, I was a little bit. It, it's so dumb. It, I was really distressed about how Carl like you can't lean back with the hat like that. You're going to have exactly. to move the hat. Like, you're going to bend the brim. Like <laughs> Finally, he moved it. Thank God. Yeah. I was very <laughs> distressed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was awkward. They they gave he gave it to him and he was like just sitting up straight and I'm like this kid just yes. had like major surgery. Let him lay down, Rick. Yeah, it's like
1: that's gonna hurt your neck, son. Like yeah.
0: oh, it's fine.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a sweet moment though when he's like, hey, we both have gunshots.
0: Oh yeah, we've both been shot. And then he's like, Maybe don't mention that to your mom.
1: Yeah.
0: But pretty funny. Uh, yeah.
1: The dead. As we uh as you just mentioned, the uh the walker in the well.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Love it. It's gross. gross. It's gross. very gross. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, I think, I think what I appreciate that the, uh, you know, this episode, they, they started out with the, the the kind of the herd. And now we're kind of, we're only getting like one or two walkers an episode, but they're kind of like, each one is kind of like a very cool kind of featured one. Like the last, last episode we had the one in the tree. This time we have the uh, n- disgusting bloated, uh, well walker and uh, yeah it's good stuff good effects. it
1: is yeah and it is kind of nice too because you can they definitely have more time to focus on those guys put more effort into their makeup and stuff which definitely pays off
0: now i, I gotta mention because i always have to find connections in fact i think mm-hmm. uh i think we for- maybe forgot to mention the uh the the writer director behind this episode or maybe i just totally missed it
1: oh uh, you know what it is entirely possible that i a hundred percent Went right over Mr. Billy Gearhart and Mr. Evan Riley. Well,
0: no, yeah, that's fine. I I actually the the one of the the reasons I mentioned it or I wanted to bring it back up was I thought it was kind of interesting. I, I'm assuming uh, Billy Gearhart was actually a uh, Frank Darabont pick before he got you know axed because I was looking at his credits. Apparently, he was actually started out as a Steadicam operator, and he was the, uh, the Steadicam operator on a little 2007 film called The Mist. So, yeah. So I'm I'm guessing he was a, a Darabont uh, a pick before before Darabont got let go, but he still directed this episode. And oh then man! I also yeah. But the the reason uh, I I wanted to mention speaking of uh, credits, I wanted the I always like to find you know the Stephen King connection, obviously, because we started out with you know talking about Darabont at the very beginning, who has a lot of Stephen King connections. But the 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 Walker that's in the well is played by Brian Hillard. Who was apparently actually a special effects, uh, like a ma- makeup guy, and he was the uh, the creative director for Evolution Effects Studio for 2005's *The Mangler Reborn*, which mm. uh, is of, of course, uh, as everyone knows, the sequel to 1995's *The Mangler*, which was based on <laughs> the Stephen King short short story *The Mangler*. So
1: interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It all comes so back you go. to Stephen King.
0: Yep, always. So yeah, gross, super gross. Love the fact like the, the makeup's gross and they, they actually find a way to like make it even grosser because oh. when, they pull, when they pull him out and he just kind of like floss off and yeah, very disgusting. I love it.
1: Yes, it was. It was, oh yes. Because he was, yeah, just gnarly on his own and then <laughs> he split it in half. It was so grody.
0: Oh, they did a and great again, job. Oh. Yeah, just T-Dog's reaction to that is just hilarious to me. Yeah, I think he even has I think he even has the line where he's like, Oh well, glad we didn't shoot it. Yeah. You
1: know? So yeah, I uh I don't have any other dead to discuss, do you?
0: I don't think so. Although actually I think we I think we may have I think we may have actually uh glossed over or passed over one of the uh, one of the most important actors in this episode because I believe this is actually I believe one of the horses that they ride into the town <laughs> is actually played by Blade. Don't play
1: with me. I'm
0: not. I'm not. This is this is real. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is the
0: yeah, the uh, the the horse. uh, Everyone will remember from the uh, the first the first episode that gets eaten by all the walkers in Atlanta. But apparently he was a good horse because they brought him back for a couple episodes here. So
1: one of the hardest working horses in show business. Yeah, that's a that what a great job that horse did. I'm so glad that they made it through Oh, I'm so glad they made it through alive. God bless. Yeah. I mean I, yeah. I,
0: I bought it. I bought I bought his performance.
1: Yeah. A- absolutely. Very authentic horse performance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no canned ham, but no canned ham.
0: But great. yeah. <laughs> I hope that was a stunt ham.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I think that's Oh, uh, god. Yeah. I think that's a rule. I think that's like a union rule. I have to use a stunt oh. ham.
1: I don't even like. It's probably like just right, like some big heavy silicone molded gross thing. And they probably had to put shit on it to make it all like. Bleh, oily, I assumed and stuff. it was just a ham. You think they? they I mean, honestly, I mean, it would probably be not? cheaper just to buy yeah, a damn yeah, ham. Yeah,
0: exactly. They were probably like, uh, they probably went to Greg Nicotero. They're like, okay, Greg, um, we need a we need a canned ham. A scene where they're gonna they're gonna lower the ham into the well try to get the walker out and he's like well i could build you a canned ham. it costs about a thousand dollars where you just go buy a canham for about 39.99 so you choose and it's then true. Great, yeah <laughs> the the penny pinchers at amc were like oh uh, canham it is
1: <laughs> so it's true because how often do you refer back to the canned ham prop
0: yeah exactly
1: oh god yeah. uh so yeah i think we can oh. actually move on
0: oh did you have something else? speaking of props though there's one other thing i wanted to mention because i think this is the i can't remember if we talked about it on this podcast or or the other one i think it was this one but uh, i believe this episode actually sees an appearance by Smeet, because i think that is actually one of the things that uh, uh, carol leaves for sophia on the on the hood of the car
1: no way yeah,
0: yeah. <gasps> i just realized that as we were talking because i was like oh yeah because i had went there's a there's a website i can't remember what it is but if you're listening you can go google smeat s-m-e-a-t it's a a fake (laughs) canned meat product that er, i believe originated in Waterworld. obviously one of my favorite films and then uh, it's been kind of like used in other other things and i think there it shows up in a couple episodes of the walking dead so yeah i just went back and looked and i believe it is on the hood of that car so there you go
1: dang yeah that's amazing oh my gosh i didn't even notice it oh i love it I, yeah could you imagine though if you're Sophia and you like get out to the car and you're like fucking Smeet they left me a can yeah. of Smeet.
0: Well, it's funny well I missed it because it's kind of behind some of the other stuff because I was looking at the stuff on the hood I was oh, like you did yeah yeah Cause I was like, okay they, they left her water okay that's good okay. Um, they left her a thing of peanut butter oh hell yeah I'd, I'd okay. get into that totally I think they like they have like a can of what looks like like maybe like baked beans or something on there <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh <Okay. laughs> uh, don't know about that i mean i understand it's something that you can like leave on a car but i don't know that was all they had they were like oh well here's the here's this can of baked beans and uh we got a can of cat food and yeah she'll be fine with all this
1: yeah no can opener but it's
0: fine no can well i think they're pop tops so
1: oh okay if they were pop tops wonderful
0: but (laughs) i was just like hey look just just a word to the wise everyone listening if i ever get lost and you have to like leave food for me somewhere just leave the peanut butter and i'll be fine so yeah I think, I think, sorry, I keep distracting us and, and diverting us, but I think that's the final, that's the the last random aside that I have for this episode. No, that's
1: okay. I love a random aside because you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. That's why it's random. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think now we can
0: discuss our, who we would save and who we would sacrifice. Oh man, I'm kind of torn on this one. Mm. I'm going to, oh man, because I want to say, I want to say Daryl. I think, <laughs> uh, you know, once again, Daryl's uh-huh. really the only one looking for this little girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes he seems like just about the only character that he doesn't have his head up sass. So I want to say Daryl. However, I want to actually, I actually want to say Glenn. Oh I my just, God. I, <laughs> I feel, I feel good. I feel good for him. You know, he's, he gets, I feel like Glenn gets dumped on a lot. I mean, again, like he's one of the most useful people, but it feels like people are always like looking down on him or trying to like lower him into wells with Walker stuck in them. So I'm kind of glad he had a good day. So um yeah I'm going to say I'm going to say Glenn Glenn's my favorite in this episode. Uh especially especially just cuz he's you know he has a woman in front of him at, you know telling him he wants she wants to have sex with him and he just says like why and <laughs> <God damn laughs> it. I want to I want to slap him and high five him at the same time. Um yes. Oh my god. So yeah that's my save save saving Glenn. And man it's it's a uh, it's tough. I don't actually cuz I I feel like I mean obviously I, I guess I got to go with Shane. I guess I'm I'm still I'm still kind of you know, he doesn't do anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm definitely going to go with Shane. Eh. Cuz he's he's trying to he, he he killed Otis and he's trying to like at this point he's trying to rationalize it. Like he's not owning up to it. So I actually the the fact that he's he doesn't seem remorseful for it is it's a uh, I know we, I know we said him last episode as well, but I'm going to go with him again. So, yep, yeah. I'd uh, I'd push Shane out the at the back of the truck. I'd sacrifice him. Ooh.
1: I like it. That's so good. I had the exact same thought process with Daryl and Glenn. <laughs> I s- I was like Daryl, yeah, just like we talked about, just a sweet moment. All this stuff we're seeing so much more of him, but they put poor Glenn down a damn well. <laughs> I'm like, and just like you said, they, this poor kid. Then they send him to town to do stuff. Granted, like that's his specialty, but like this poor kid just gets thrown to the wolves. So. Yeah, I ended up the same with poor Glenn, um, and <laughs> it was funny because I was trying to think outside of Shane because I feel like you know he's still pretty obvious at this point where we're dealing you know with the aftermath of Otis and everything. So like he would be in, you know my obvious pick. So I tried to find some some backups. So my one backup is is Jimmy. What the hell, Jimmy? Where are Wait. you? No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Jimmy. Jimmy. Um, well, yeah, obviously you my... can
0: sacrifice him. He's not doing anything.
1: We wouldn't even know he was like, gone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you should have taken him to the school and sacrificed him instead of Otis. True. Very true. At least we know Otis can shoot.
1: Yeah. And then my, after that, it would be Maggie because she was rude to Glenn. <laughs> Wait, Realistically, though, it, it's she, Shane. Oh, oh, I just yeah. tried to think i tried to think beyond you. that but yeah when they were going back and she's like don't talk to me it's never happening again yeah. i was like "Damn, I it was
0: funny though I it was I, funny I, I but it. i was
1: trying to find something
0: yeah you know and she just yeah.
1: glenn how dare you
0: <laughs> yeah it's but
1: yeah funny. no i mean it's
0: She gave gave Glenn the, you know, the best time that he's had in months. So that is a very good point.
1: Probably longer. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I I mean, I, you know, look, I don't want to make a judgment call, but I feel like she probably gave Glenn a better time than Glenn, Glenn gave her. So I'm just saying. So.
1: Yeah, well, maybe that's why she didn't want it to happen again. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Yeah.
0: Maybe. She's like, mistake. Based on, based on Glenn's reaction, he doesn't seem to have a whole lot of experience. But, you know, who knows? Who bless
1: knows? his heart. He was yeah, very, very thrilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I do believe now this is the, the first episode where there is no death of any kind.
0: Oh, boy. Well, technically. That sound right? Uh, Minus ta- the walker? Talking- yeah, yeah. I was going to say that the Walker obviously gets it. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think now. I mean, sh- I think there's been other episodes where no one dies, though, right? You
1: would think so. I don't know what this uh And I'm thinking, uh, and they mentioned confirmed fates as well. So maybe it's just uh, nobody died. But like the last episode, I don't, I mean, aside from Otis, where she was like, my stepmom and my stepbrother, like those oh, are considered yeah. confirmed fates, which I don't think those really count. But they do, the yeah. trivia gods.
0: Okay, well yeah. I'll allow it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Did, did you have any? Uh, were you able to find any fun facts or any other interesting notes on this episode?
0: Uh, I was. I was not. I didn't look too hard, admittedly. But no, I don't think I have any other, uh, uh, other other fun facts. I mean, I guess. I guess. Uh, uh well, I don't like going off on of IMDb. I like. I like finding mm. facts on my own. So I feel like it's kind of mm-hmm. cheating, but. I will say, I guess the, the one IMDb thing that was actually uh, not really stupid, I guess, is the just the fact that the, I guess the Cherokee rose is a state flower of Georgia, which I didn't know, even though I've lived here oh. for like three years. So no
1: shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hmm. But uh, I don't it was, think I've ever uh, even seen a Cherokee rose. I don't think I have either. I, I did. I did think it was interesting, though, that the that piece uh, goes on to say that it was introduced to the southeastern United States around 1790 and is considered an invasive species. Ooh, oh my god. It's like the walkers in The Walking Dead, maybe. Oh I don't know. Oh my god. But maybe That's... we're the we're the real invasive species. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty Reading too much into uh,
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh I guess that, that kind of wraps it up. So we can get to our final thoughts, our ranking. Oh boy. Oh man. Do you have an idea of what to rank this on?
0: Oh, of course! I think we're gonna rank this one out of five positive home pregnancy tests. So oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, because you gotta you gotta take them. You know, you gotta you gotta take them. Take a couple to just to be sure. Obviously, oh, I obviously have no idea how this works, but
1: right, that's um, true though. That's what they do. <laughs>
0: yeah. So let's see. Let's see. See how certain we are. Uh, well, you know. I like this episode. I thought it was a, you know, it was a strong episode. I, I think that we're, like mm-hmm. I said in the last, uh, uh, our last episode, I think we're kind of finally kind of hitting the stride of season two. And I think there's, there's some good character beats, you know, just, I actually kind of gauge in a way the the quality of the episode based on like what we feel like we have to discuss. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, if there's an episode that doesn't have a whole lot going on, we're kind of like, uh, grasping at what to discuss. I, I, I kind of feel like those are the, uh, episodes we i, I kind of rate lower but i feel like these last two have been pretty good we've had we've had some interesting character stuff to talk about we've had some you know gross walker action which is great and you know overall just a pretty pretty well-written well-made episode so i think i'm gonna give this one a three i think we did you know we we did it we did the the pregnancy test in triplicate just to see uh if you know laurie was actually with child mm-hmm. so uh yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say three out of five for this one strong episode really enjoyable
1: absolutely that's a great score and also quite hilarious because i am going to rate this episode a 3.5 Oh, nice yeah i ran i just ran out of Pete. uh so I could only ha- do half of the last stick. I,
0: I yeah. don't know if that's how it works, but I'll take. I don't for it.
1: either. Um, but we're just going to pretend it does. Yeah, <laughs> so fair enough. yeah. Knock on wood. Maybe it was
0: like, it was like, it didn't come up positive or negative. It came up with like some weird symbol where Ooh. we're like, wait, what does this even mean?
1: Yeah. One of those weird, weird, false positive yeah. tests.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: One of those. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I thought it was a solid episode. And again, it's, it kind of felt like an extension almost in a way of the previous episode where you know the relationships are building you know, we're learning more about wink, these characters ah. nice. uh, <laughs> we're uh learning more about the people and you know the the dynamics and the way that you know it's it's very interesting and of course through this whole thing uh Shane and his meltdown so
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and it was nice to have You know, like an episode that wasn't like heavy, heavy. It's funny, I was watching it. I forget, I think it might have been the episode before. I don't even remember what moment, but I'm like, oh, this damn, this show. It always makes me like get teared up at certain points. And watching this one back, of course, because I'm just like an emotional wreck, I started tearing up when like Daryl's telling her about the Cherokee Rose. And uh, and I was like, well, at least it's like over something that's like sweet and not like something bad, you know, like, oh, everyone is dead and we cry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or you're like, how dare you? How dare you make me cry?
1: Yes, exactly. Damn it, Walking dead.
0: (sighs) Then you're like, oh,
1: I remember why I stopped watching this on Sundays when I finally started watching it live, which I don't think was for a few more seasons.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, I think I started watching it live maybe around season
0: four. Well, I shouldn't say live. Yeah, like at the time, kind of around the time that it aired.
1: Yeah, around midnight.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> around, around midnight. Wink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I think. Oh, and you know what? At the time, my uh, my parents hadn't cut the cable yet, so I was able uh, to uh, you know log into their account mm. when I was staying at their house. Obviously, right? Never of course. when I was that anywhere else. Illicitly. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So that is our, uh, our wrap up of uh, episode four. I feel like we're just moving right along because uh, next week we'll be talking about episode five. Do you ha- know the title of episode five?
0: Yeah. Well, so, you know, we talked about Daryl being a, uh, a good kind of storyteller in this episode, which I think is very true. And you know what kind of stories I like, Renee? Uh, you're, you're supposed to you're what yeah, kind of stories are those <laughs> oh, thank you um you know i really like stories about cryptids which you know are uh quite are, are, are creatures that may or may not exist and one of my favorites is about the chupacabra oh my god which is appropriately enough the the title of episode five of season two of the walking dead which i'm uh, we'll extremely excited yeah oh i think I love the fact that the, yeah, this is the one, I mean, not to give too much away, but man, that when the chubacabras show up and start eating everyone, that's my favorite part of this episode. <laughs> this way, that doesn't happen anyways. Oh, god,
1: um, oh I love it so much.
0: <laughs> yeah. So stay tuned for that. That'll be in a, just a few days here on this channel. And as always, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if we're entertaining you, if you're enjoying our insights into all the various plots and characters and romantic relationships on The Walking Dead, feel free to go on wherever you're listening to this podcast and just hit that subscribe button. It will look great for us because it'll look like people are actually listening. I'm just kidding. I know people are listening, but it feels (laughs) good. The subscriber numbers are always good. Every single one counts. So it's great if you just go and hit subscribe and then you can be alerted whenever we have new content coming out. And if that's not enough, then you can also listen to Renee and I talk about something other than The Walking Dead, because you can also find us on the sister podcast, of this one, which is The Video Store Junkies. It's all about movies. We kind of dedicate each episode to a different movie, and we go into great lengths to kind of discuss movies like we do TV shows on this one. So you can go to VideoStoreJunkies.com, or if you are on your podcast thing right now, you can just look up Video Store Junkies and start listening to that. Also hit subscribe there as well, obviously. So. Yeah. So we will see you soon. You know, until then, just, uh, you know, just maybe, maybe look in the well before you start drinking that water.
1: Boy, howdy. Yeah. Be careful.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.
1: Bye America.